Hey everyone, welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends stay connected through a shared love of romance, frank discussions of life, love, and keeping it real, and giggle mostly at ourselves. This week's Patreon shout out goes out to Katie T. Katie, you are a shining descendant of Cerberus, the watchdog of the underworld. By nature, you're very kind and protective, shepherding those under your purview with great care. However, you have high standards for your loyalty, and you're not afraid to dish out consequences to those who step out of line or abuse others. You also have great respect for the arts, talent, and the beautiful in this world. So you've been known to show your soft underbelly when pampered by someone you trust. You also may only have one head these days, but you retained the vast amount of wisdom that Cerberus packed into each of his three brains. So your capacity for knowledge and empathy is a thing to behold. And now, let's get into our oft-requested selection, A Court of Thorns and Roses. It's the first book in a YA series by Sarah J. Moss. Hi, Erin. Hello, Melody. <laughs> That's right. We Do started. You hate me? And it's time. <laughs> no. Guys, not only. I was like, just press fucking record and I'm going to tell them everything that just happened. <laughs> Not only did Melody text me this week to tell me about her poop. No, I did not. It was not. Nope. That's not that how was it not, It was not an accident. <laughs> it was. And there are several HBs that were fucking there. So don't even. Who were there? Yeah, that were there oh, when you were texting yeah. me about your poop. I, I did not text you about my poop. No, I texted you a funny back and forth between Michael and I. I sent her a screenshot of some text messages. What were the text messages I about? I thought that it started with Michael saying, um, those aren't euphemisms, dot, dot, dot. And then I said, well, it's way more polite than I want to be. And he said, that could be the subtitle of your autobiography. So I thought I sent that to Aaron. No, no, no. But I unfortunately and accidentally included the subject of Michael and my conversation. Which, pray tell, was what? <laughs> your Which may your or may not have been an uncomfortable dig- digestive situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that happened and no one apologized for it. <laughs> I didn't. I was so rude. I realized afterwards that she was like, um, yikes. And, and I and I said, oh, come on. We've talked about things like that before. We were. Yeah, fine. And then we were setting up just now and you were like moving your boobs all around because you guys, no. Melody has like huge knockers right now because of her pregnancy. And she was moving them all around. And I'm like, you good? And you I said that you're wearing an uncomfortable bra. Sure. That you're wearing an uncomfortable underwire bra. And I said, take it off. And then you told me some details that I did not want to know about your nipples. And I won't share them with the public. I'm just in a place... Where I can't really go braless because things are more sensitive because of the oh pregnancy. My God. That's all. No, I, that's not. That's all it that is. was not what. You, that was not what you said. I'm not going to say what you said, but it was. I pictured it, and it was the worst. And 
here's my here's my biggest question for you. Yeah. Because I feel like you're having a larger reaction than you have had to my TMI in the past. Yeah. And I'm really wondering if it's either that you are just over my TMI, you've hit your limit, no, and that's it. That's not it. Or I know exactly what it is. Because everything is pregnancy related. It's because everything <laughs> is pregnancy related. If you sent me a non-pregnancy poop text, I'd be like Oh yeah, tell me more about your shits. What's going on in there? Yeah, because yeah, I what's the density? On a, like when we yeah. went on cleanses together, you were yeah, fine. We talk about poops all the time. I don't. I Ooh, pregnancy. <laughs> it's so gross. I just Ooh. you know a lot of it is not glamorous. I will give you that. A lot of it, you know, most Name of a it thing really that's glamorous. A glamorous thing my about fucking pregnancy. glow. Look at my skin right now. Look at Your it. Your skin is that's how it always is. No, no. This is this is delicious. This is hormone. normal. This isn't like you just got back from the fairy realm. This yeah, is normal a stuff. A little bit. It's it's fifty percent more blood volume that I have, so that everything Is that true? Yeah. You, get, you get oh my god, everything how I learn you- is like the most strangest <laughs> and like how do you think I thing. support the fetus? You just with my own blood? Blood inside yeah. of you? Your body makes more blood. Yeah, that's one of the reasons pregnant women are um are really thirsty, especially at the beginning, because you're you're creating a lot of shit, including but not limited to amniotic fluid and fifty percent more blood supply. Fifty percent more blood supply. Yeah, it's bananas. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Oh god, it's so <laughs> gross. I just <laughs> Oh, your hatred of pregnancy is endlessly oh, God, hilarious. You guys, me, honestly, uh, <laughs> there for the grace of God, go I. Like I, oh man, if I ever get knocked up, it's going to be an accident and it's going to be horrifying. I just, my future children listening to this, I don't give a shit if you're listening. It was horrifying. Whatever happened, it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> and you know what, Aaron? If it does yeah. ever befall you. I will be here for any and all of your TMI conversations. I will never tell. I'm just going to (laughs) lock myself in a room. I just, oh, oh, man. Yeah. Okay. I can't look at you now and not think about how you have so much more blood. I can't. It's so weird. It's so weird. I mean, I get rid of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I do. I get rid of it as soon as the baby's gone. <laughs> oh, God. Don't. Don't tell me about your placenta art or whatever it is you do. No. I don't do anything with my placenta. Thank you very much. Are you sure? Because yeah. this is. So when we were talking about how you were texting me about poops, I was with people when yeah. this happened. Sure. I was like, Melody is always very TMI about her pregnancy, and I don't want to know any of it. First and I of all, think that, that she is keeps. patently false. A lot of times I don't tell you a goddamn thing because I well, know. That's what. I know. That's what I was about to say. And I think yeah. she keeps the most disgusting details <laughs> from too. me because she knows that I will just wither into a husk if I hear it. And I'm concerned that she yeah. does things with her placenta that are like unimaginable to me, but she's like kept it under wraps because she knows no. that I can't handle it. No, I don't do the placenta capsules or the placenta burgers I'll or never, anything. I'll never know because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can trust you. I don't know if you're telling me the truth. And that's fine. I don't know. I would tell the HBs. I I mean, you know. I'm not. Would you tell me? Like, Aaron, turn off your headphones. That's right. (laughs) I would. 
All right. Okay. Yeah. We have some housekeeping. I was going to say this last week, but I wanted to let everybody know, especially if you're in government or business management, my friend Andy has a podcast now. It's about six episodes deep. He's super funny, uh, super smart. Him and his friend Larry have a podcast called Red Taped, where they read like business and leadership books, and then they talk about them, and it's funny, and they get drunk while they do it. So it's oh, like, cool. if you're one of the, well, maybe not drunk, but they drink while they do sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. Drinky situation. But yeah, if you're somebody who's in like a management sort of a thing, or like a government sort of a thing, leadership, and there were all these books that you were supposed to read in grad school, and you yeah. didn't, or you're thinking about like, improving that quality of your work life but you don't know if these well first of all they summarize every of them every of them every of them is summarized (laughs) all of them so it makes you not have to read that book or you can listen to it and decide whether you want to read that book because i've listened to a few and there are a few that i was like oh that always sounded like a good book to me and now it sounds like not good book. Oh, cool. I don't know why I can't talk. That's not really good awesome. book. <laughs> so Red Taped is the podcast. Red Taped. Red Taped. And so they Andy turn and Larry. some pretty dense leadership and government books into uh, an excellent listening experience. Yes. Awesome. And this week they actually read like a, like a novel about management. And there was like a small amount of romance in there too. So. Oh. Yeah, like a little bit of email romance. But it ends up just being like, hey, you shouldn't have used your work email to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Usually that's how that story goes. Yeah. Can we tell them about how you tried to be a melody in the bath? Oh God, you guys! <laughs> I got some. I got some excellent uh, pictures of Erin okay. attempting to be a melody in a bath. I tried she it. Failed. I, she failed. I lit. I lit the candle from Bubbles and Books. I got in the bath. Okay, here's my bath routine. I put the bomb in. I light the candle. I do the stuff. Right. Then I get in the bath, and then I wash myself, and then I leave the bath. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the whole thing. Interesting. Interesting. We have such a different uh, strategy as far as bathrooms. I don't know how you survive. It gets so (laughs) hot in there. So I'm texting her selfies and being like, I'm 10 minutes in. I'm so (sighs) bored. I don't know what to do. And she's like, read a book. And I'm like, but like my my safe towel that I'm supposed to wipe my hands on, it's already wet. And the steam is like making my Kindle wet. And it's, it's making the book pages soggy. And like, I don't know what to do. I'm sorry, guys. I'm in the studio with Goat right now. You can probably hear her. Cool. Here's the thing, guys. We gave her a bone and she ate the bone. Oh. Like the bone, like in chunks. She was just like, hum, hum, hum. And so oh, no. I felt like I couldn't lock her in her kennel for two hours while we recorded because I'm worried she's going to die. Oh, no. So she's in here so that I make sure that she doesn't die. Fair. But anyway, yeah, I tried and I failed miserably. Well, you know what? You still pampered yourself. And that yes. is something that I am totally down with. See, I am I am the the bath is not for actual cleansing. The bath is for relaxation. Yeah, and you then afterwards I shower. Yeah. Blows my mind. Blows <laughs> my mind. I don't I don't cuz cuz why are you immersing your hair in the bath bomb water? That makes no sense to me. Also, <laughs> there might be food particles in that water. There usually isn't, but there might be. <laughs> yeah, if you eat breakfast in there, you are the or, mother of dragons. Like I don't know how you can take that much heat. I am the mother of dragons. Yes. But guys, there is a way that you can get all of this relaxation and luxury delivered to your door along with your favorite goddamn pastime, which is romance Mm -hmm. novels, obviously. And that is by picking up a subscription to Bubbles and Books. You get 
a romance novel in the subgenre of your choice. You can get the swept away box for a historical experience, a bad boy contemporary situation, or I think it's the mystic box for your paranormal needs. All the worms, worms and, vampires. and vampires. Yeah. And other stuff. And then you get a themed bath bomb, which has got essential oils and bubbles and it colors your bath water. Two or three book related or bath related mm-hmm. goodies. Or theme related. Because I got yeah. the fall box. And I got a little fall ornament in there, a little yeah. fall bracelet. Mm-hmm. And then an artisan soap, which is really good for your skin. It's all high quality products. And mm-hmm. it's a once a month box. You can either get it for yourself or you can gift it to a pal. Yes. And if you use the code BOSOM20, B O S O M 20, at checkout, you get 20% off your first box. Woo-woo! Oh, my gosh. And that works whether you're a crazy person like Melody or you're a cleanser like Erin. You can just get in there and get out, still use that artisan soap, still use that bath bomb. Makes Uh me very happy. Totally. And then you can get in your jammas and read your book on the couch if you want. All snuggled up. Yeah, I got to keep them separate. I can't be in there that long. I can't be in there that long. I'm a combiner. Yeah. All All right. right. Okay. All right. We've wasted too much time. (laughs) This is the longest book in the history of the podcast. That's not true. Fifty Shades Freed was seven hundred pages long. It couldn't have been that long. It felt like it was six hundred. It was five hundred something. It was like five hundred and seventy. Yeah. I don't know how she did that. Yeah, but this was a much more in depth and uh, I would say satisfying experience. And that's weird coming from me because there is actually not a ton of romance in this book not a ton we read a court of thorns and roses which is the first book in a series by sarah j moss and it is a paranormal situation about (laughs) an apocalyptic future not really kind of a post-war i don't know i don't know are they on earth is it earth i there was some it's like another world. There's a wall. Yeah. The fairies are beyond it. I've read plenty of books before where there's walls with fairies beyond them. That's a thing. Sure. But I don't know because they talked about something from the continent at some point. So I think they're in England, uh, right? Well, there's a there's a map at the beginning, but I didn't pay much attention but to the it. The map didn't have... I studied that map like it was... Because <laughs> I, I, I just would. constantly was just like, where? What? <laughs> I love maps. I love maps and books. If you can yeah. give me a map... Even if it's just like, it's just your normal contemporary and it's like, here's her apartment, here's his. I'm all over it. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, ooh, a map. Logistics but it did not. Yeah, it did not help me anymore about where they are. Well, I think it's supposed I think, to be. I think it's a totally different realm, planet, dimension. Who cares? Yeah. So this is, um, this is all about Feyre, which I really liked. Wait. We read A Court of Thorns and Roses by that. Sarah J. Moss. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Honestly, you do this every I'm sorry. time. Oh, God, I didn't. <laughs> I'll just go. Here, go take over this podcast. <laughs> it's only going to be in Spanish from here on out, and she has quite a tummy ache, but she's probably going to do better than me. <laughs> never. Okay, so we have Feyre, and she's basically Katniss Everdeen from yes. Fairyland. Yes. And she's poor. She lives in District 11. It's rough. <laughs> she- <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> she has to use her bow and arrow all over the place in order to feed her family. Her useless, ungrateful family. I could go on so her many tyros. so things. shitty. Let's just do, let's do part one. 
bitching about Feyre's sisters and then part two the rest of the book good so they live in like a little shack so they used to be rich they used to be soups rich and then her dad made a bad investment and it went bad and then they came and like beat him up with bats and now he's unable to walk well and she and her two sisters live in a shack in the woods and her two sisters are basically useless, useless, mean idiots. And they're just, yeah, they, they've just spit vitriol about it. Like, they're like, yeah, of course I didn't cut the wood. You're way better at cutting the wood. Like, get your fucking yeah. ass out there, Nesta. I get out there cut and cut that wood. You, you better earn your keep, fucking was, Nesta. Didn't want to f- cut the fucking wood? Was going to marry the woodcutter's son? And oh, Thayer I know. was like, are you fucking kidding me? You will never cut wood. And you're going to marry the woodcutter's son? And she's yeah. like, I loves him. And she's like, well, and he'll do it for me. Yeah. And Fucker. they're like, uh, he has no money. And she's like, I don't care. And Pharaoh's like, I fucking care because I'm out here. I'm out in these streets, like, killing That's mice right. for us to eat every night. I fucking care. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Yeah. So she is the lone provider for the family yeah she does this by using her bow and arrow and traps hunting animals for the food and then she sells the pelts to try to make sure there's they still have like warm boots and Mm -hmm. vegetables and stuff yeah and then the sisters go and take all her money and they're like ribbons and shit yeah these sisters you guys elaine and nesta yeah and Elaine is like sweet, but also completely useless. And only, yeah. why are you doing a flower garden, you asshole? Yeah. Grow oh, a fucking food. vegetable. She's a big Jesus. old dummy. The She's other one is dumb. just a stone cold bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I would love to see a book where she comes up to Faytown. I Because I can't remember the land's name. So I'm going to call it Faytown, everybody. Not per- sorry. Perinthian. Per- yep. Perinthium. Per- Yep. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it's going to get rough here as far as words go. There is a glossary and a pronunciation guide in the back of the book. And guess what? We're not going to use it. Uh, there's too well, much. I just got the audible. So. Oh, you did? I How did. You know the thing of the name of the place. I can't remember it. What do you want from me? <laughs> Fair. Okay. All right. There fine. are so okay. many things to remember. <laughs> so fine. Anyway, I yes. I would see, like to see Nesta go want, to fairy town. And you know who and, I want? her to get with lucian lucian yeah oh it's just lucian we're just shining through it's just sh- yeah lucian it's not lucian say that. i always thought it was lucian not to my knowledge i'm not gonna go lucian that sounds too. better right doesn't oh, it fair. sound better yeah no i mean i read it as lucian before here was the thing i did that thing where i got the kindle and i was like kindle in my life away and then i looked at how far into it i was and i was like oh my god i'm yeah. like 25 percent of the it, way in you read for an hour you don't make a dent no not at all so i was like fuck this i've gotta i've gotta get the yeah. audible if i'm gonna get this done by fair the woof and still i really really liked it yeah and i already got the next book oh yeah we should say god we're all over the place sorry guys we should also say the book that was requested in the five star review is actually the second book in this series and everyone tells us the second book in the series a court of mist and fury yeah is the best book it's so good it's romance heavy it's everything but that you can't read it without reading the first book so we're doing the first book because we have to and we don't want to spoil everybody for the second book yeah can i tell you my theory 
because I have not read the second book and I have not even read a description. What? I just want to say we're going to do that second book. I don't know if we're going to do it on the regular podcast or the Patreon or something, but we're going to do it. I say we do it. Yeah. Yeah, I say we do it too. Okay. I'm so hoping that it's her going over to Recent. Oh, of course it is. Because I got some hot and heavy Persephone yeah. Hades vibes that I was just like clomming on to. Glom, glom, I um, said. Also, because he's way me. better than the hero in this oh, book, like God. times a thousand. A so... noble bad guy is I too don't... much for me. Too I much. I don't know if you know this about me, but I have a small weakness for <laughs> he's trying to do the right thing. <laughs> never the right way but he doesn't know the right way <laughs> oh yes oh man oh god yeah. hardcore but we get ahead of ourselves all right she's Sorry. she's hunting she's going she's bringing yeah. animals she's fucking poor. back to the hovel she's so having she's, sex with isaac in the barn she's yeah, doing she a is. farm boy um she's 19 all right so she goes out hunting she sees herself a doe she almost falls yeah. over, just quaking in excitement. She's so excited to eat up this dough, you guys. Oh She's God, just she's like, oh, my it. God. It's going to make me so warm <sighs> with its furs. I'm going to eat some tonight. I'm going to make some jerky. She's That's like got right. a whole plan for this yeah. thing. But then, out of the Ugh. corner of her eye, she sees a rustling in the bushes. And then all of a sudden, the most gigormous wolf she has ever seen comes you out guys, of the brush. And it's stalking. I got so excited. I was like, wolf. this is our hero. Wolfing. What a great wolf. Yeah. It's a worm. It's got beautiful <laughs> eyeballs and they're oh, looking at the her. Beautifulest. And she shoots it. I just, I love that. Like, I was like, ooh, yeah, yeah this is great. You shot the hero. And he's, it's, that's like, the, the meat cute is I shot you with a fucking arrow. Yeah. And then guess what, you guys? That wolf straight dies. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And the wolf like dead. looks at her and doesn't even put up a fight. It's just doesn't like, even all right, fight. this is my fate. And she just shoots it again in the eyeball. Then she shoots that doe, but she yeah, can't she, carry well, them both. No, it's like the, Oregon Trail, you guys. Wolf, it does. The wolf kills the doe, and because she does this, oh, she, her strategy in this hunt was really the good. Doe first, she I'm waits sorry. for the wolf to kill the doe. Then she kills that fucking wolf like the apex predator she goddamn is. <laughs> and then she skins the wolf. Which is the smart move. Sure. And then grabs up the dough, like slits its throat right. so that it'll drain on the way home and then gets it home. And she's like, I got us a pelt. We're gonna sell it. And her sisters all of a sudden want to talk to her. One of them is like, I'm not going to cut that fucking wood. And she's like, if you want any of this money from these pelts, then you're going to cut the fucking wood. Yeah, you're going to get up early, None of bitch. them help her clean this dough no they're like oh you're gonna clean it right yeah how long do you think it'll take you because i'm so hungry Ooh, it's so fucking cold she's been out there <sighs> all night in rags and like nothing she's carried a full-size deer and a wolf uh-huh. pelt on her back and they're just like break down that animal we are hungry yeah. And also her dad wood. her dad is like he's he's fully in like a deep deep depression in addition to his uh, actual physical injury. I shouldn't say actual. Yeah, an actual physical injury. Yeah. Yeah. So he is also just as useless. And he is sort of resigned to that. And so he's like, wow, you got us some food. Like, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. Can't wait to eat it. And so she does all yeah. the goddamn work. So then mm-hmm. she goes and she sells the pelts to this mercenary. We learn a little bit about Fae Town and how to kill fairies little tiny bit yeah through a lot of inner monologue and stuff we know beyond the wall is fairies 
Fairies are real mean and vicious and terrible, and they used to enslave all the humans. Right. And they have ways to kill you that, like, you can't even imagine. And there's a lot of discussion of, like, skinning you alive, turning you into ribbons, that kind of thing. This mercenary, she's scarred to shit because of a fairy. So, anyways, just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. And there are also, like, there are... So, there was a a war a long time ago. Mm -hmm. There's a treaty in place so that we don't mix anymore. There are some humans that want to be, like, fairy acolytes. There are other humans that are, like, always defending themselves against a possible fairy invasion. It's a whole thing. Right. Yeah. It's a whole thing. There's a lot of world building in this thing. But then... So, she sells the pelts. She gets a lot of money for them. Then she sees Isaac and she's like, I gotta go bone Isaac. She's like, bone town population this guy and so she does that which i really like how excited were you that this heroine was not a virgin how excited uh, about that were you so excited and i was especially excited because she was very pragmatic about the whole thing she's like do i love isaac no 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 i don't do i love doing sex in a barn Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. And he's just as pragmatic about it. Yeah. Good for you, Feyre. So she goes back and she's like, all right, sisters, I got to get my bone on. You go back to the house. See you never. Yeah. Here's like 10 cents for ribbons or whatever. Yeah. Go do your frivolous stupidi- stupidity. And then... Were you going to say stupid titties? <laughs> no, but it would have been... sounded like. would have been good, too. <laughs> go on, you stupid titties, and buy your ribbons. Yeah. Get out of here, you stupid titties. Stupid titties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that was just a, a straight-up fumble. So she goes back to the house, and they're cooking up some dinners. And also, Feyre is very artistic, and nobody appreciates it. So she's been like... No painting out like making the house pretty i don't know what with like blood what is she painting with (laughs) no i think she saves up she says that she saves up a little bit of money for brushes and paints each year just to make sure that their life isn't totally disgusting yeah but they don't the sisters don't give a shit nobody gives a shit so all of a sudden there's a knock at the door eh is it a knock he there's an invasion he he like blows it off the hinges (laughs) and it's like a growl it's like and a fucking beast just claws his way in there oh my god this is like a weird cat dog sort of a situation it's all you see is fangs and claws i just wish this wouldn't have been a cat dog i just wish he would have (laughs) been like just a normal type of animal it can be a lion it can be a whatever but just like Name an animal. Don't make it a weird <laughs> hybrid of the animal because, like, it's a humanoid yeah, cat I dog. Yeah, humanoid cat dog doesn't do it With for some me. Saber tooth lineage. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't like into it. I was like, oh, okay. But no, that's I was fine, fine I guess. with it. Yeah. Okay, all right. He's golden haired all over. Yes. And yes. he's like, who killed my friend? And she's like, ugh, me. I did. I killed your friend. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah, 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 yeah. She volunteers as tribute. So he's like, well, the penalty, according to the treaty, is a life for a life. And she's like... There's a treaty between fairies and humans. That's right. You kill us, we kill you. Yeah, all right. So she's like, listen, you scary ass beast. Take me outside because I don't want to completely traumatize my family. And I don't want them to have to clean up my blood and gore, which is so conscientious. If I were (sighs) Feyre in this moment, I'd be like, all right. My last message to these two bitches is going to be like, you're going to have to clean my organs off this floor. So you don't like chopping wood? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Lick it up, assholes. (laughs) Lick it up, assholes. (laughs) 
But no, she's like, take me out to the garden so that I will fertilize the earth and not traumatize my sisters. And then he's like, you know, sorry. He's like, you know, I can also make sure that you dedicate your life to Prithian. Prithian is what it's called. Faytown. Mm-hmm. Fairyville. Yeah. Those are your options. I can either kill you dead right here or you can live out the rest of your life in Prithian. And she's like, I mean, if I have to choose, I guess I'll choose the life in fairyland. Already, I was like, this treaty makes no sense. The treaty is, if you kill one of us, you have to live in our country forever. That makes no kind of sense. (laughs) No, no. It ends up being different than that. But I was just like, this treaty is stupid. Whoever was the author of this treaty is real dumb because it makes no kind of sense. Here's another thing. Our heroine believes because of you know hundreds of years of legend that fairies cannot lie Mm -hmm. so she's like oh well fuck these are the only options in the treaty and he's like yeah those are the only options and she's like oh well i know you can't lie so i guess i'll have to go with you right (laughs) it's hilarious so he pops her up on the most beautiful white stallion you've ever seen and she asks him his name she asks him a couple of questions and he's just like, fuck you, magic sleep. Yeah. And it's great. For the reader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just magic sleeps are... But I don't know. I felt like they could have bantered a little bit on the way there. I felt I like... it they, was too I, soon. No. Too, I think it no? was too soon. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I think so. You like the magic sleep. I did because I wouldn't have believed either of them if they were at all cordial. No, no. I meant like a mean banter, like a fuck you back and forth sort of thing. I think I would have enjoyed like a witty I hate you all the way there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a fun fight. I mean, all I'm saying is that I don't think I would be composed in that moment enough to even have a hate banter. Fair. Okay. All right. So she magic sleeps. All the way to the fairy wall. Yeah. Actually, all the way past the fairy wall. She wakes up in Faytown. And they're like pulling up to his abode. And she's like, oh, shit, this is a little fancy. Like, this is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. This is a little fancy. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of. This is even nice than my old manor house. Gully. Uh I wasn't expecting this. I was Uh expecting dungeons and constant drivel and servitude and yeah but he walks her right up in and he's like i have a banquet waiting for us so we Mm -hmm. should banquet now and she's like fuck you i've heard about your enchanted foods no yeah you're not getting me anywhere near your wines didn't he he send her upstairs first no she sits down there in rags for a while right yeah yeah so she sits down there and she's like i'm not fucking eating he he turns into aaron's favorite thing ever oh my god (laughs) oh god (laughs) (laughs) guys Guys, we know that Aaron's basically, I think, the only hard limit other than breakfast and bath that we've found out about Aaron (laughs) (laughs) is masquerade mask. Masquerade mask is creepy. Well, it turns out that Aaron had to imagine our hero, our hot, hot, sexy, golden-haired elf hero. No, he's not fairy an elf, he's hero. A fairy. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. I went, I went straight like this. Hashtag Faye is Bay. Sorry, <laughs> so sorry. Wearing a masquerade mask. First of all, my other hard limit is food in bed. We all know this. Oh, oh, Can't I'm sorry. Stain the you're sheets so right. with stuff. Wait, no, I'm but sorry. Also, Unless you're eating in bed, you gross no, person. No, like okay, with the Talia Hibbert like chocolate. <laughs> yeah, 
thing yeah, in bed like, and then in the kitchen in the, or go to the shower yeah. yeah in the red when he flipped her over and like she, yeah. there was stuff on her back and then also another one of the episodes that we recorded for your maternity leave there's another food situation that i could not deal with <laughs> but you weren't there for me that time i just want everyone to know for the record that aaron just classified semen as food because no i did i'm just like stuff <laughs> i just don't want like messy that's what happened in the want, red like, messiness he came I just on her like, back and then flipped her flipped over, her over and, and that just got like, enmeshed oh, into the food God. conversation fair so. but like where are you going to sleep anything where you've messed up the bed to the level where it's like well now where do we sleep or we, do we just wait for the laundry or right. like because in bo- all of those situations the people did not have spare sheets that werewolf did not have spare sheets there wasn't spare sheets for the bed in the yeah, gallery the last thing I want to do after I have multiple orgasms is change the sheets. Like it's just not right. going to happen. No, just do it somewhere yeah. else. Like totally. uh, anyway, totally. my other hard limit is masquerade masks, as we <laughs> learned in Firelight and also the Red. And, and in the Red, I said that the creepiest yep. color for a masquerade mask <laughs> yep. is fucking gold. It's yeah. so weird and gross. So this guy <laughs> changes back into a man, and he's wearing a golden masquerade mask. And don't oh, yeah. worry, guys. First of all, she's like. That's an odd choice. Then later right. on, she learns <laughs> that it's glued to his fucking face. Magically. By a special magic curse. Yeah. And it's never going to come off. And it's not just him, everybody. Mm-hmm. Every single fairy in her general <laughs> vicinity is wearing a different kind of masquerade mask. And I will say that I don't find just the polite sculpted masquerade mask to be upsetting however when you get into like the fox and bear and and bird territory i get a little eked out about it and that's what every other underling is wearing they're wearing like foxes and birds and horses so it is a whole thing i don't find it to be offensive in like i can go to a masquerade i find (laughs) it offensive in sexual context like i can or like just eating. Like if you were at Mardi Gras and you were wearing a masquerade mask, yes, that is appropriate. If you right. were at a masquerade ball and you were wearing the that that is appropriate attire. When you start just having dinner with me and you're yeah. just like nomming on a chicken leg, just talking in a masquerade yeah. mask, that's where it creeps me out. I hear no. you. Firelight. Or no. if you're like trying to go down on someone, you know. Oh my god, that's they didn't even mention like my face scraped over the emeralds <laughs> on his mask as I tried to smooch him. Like they didn't talk about that at all. As yeah. he went down on me, the sharp edges of his golden masquerade mask lacerated my thighs. That was not part of this, you guys. Well, I think that might be one of the reasons that the the sex scenes they were like the romance in this book is sparse but very very good the sex scenes in this book are like almost fade to black in my humble opinion like we know that i know not everybody's a melody and i'm a bit of a dirty bird it's ya it's ya yes oh i didn't know that yeah i think it's pretty risque for ya too it is quite yeah yeah although i would i would give it to a a, yeah that's fine (laughs) not everyone's a melody (laughs) not everyone's a melody okay i would too but yeah it's i think it's technically ya i'll make sure that that's true here's what's happening she's sitting down he's like you need to eat something and she's in her mind being like i know that you're trying to enslave me via your magic food so there's no way i'm so hungry i could fall over right now but i've got much more willpower than melody does so i'm just sitting here then he's like well if you're not gonna do that then go upstairs and get changed and bath and you know 
have a little bit of a relaxation. And she meets Lucian, who is his emissary, his royal emissary. And Lucian hates everything she stands for. Hates her. Yeah. Hates the horse she walked in on. Wants her to be dead. Oh, yeah. He's like, you killed my friend, which in hindsight is fucking rude, Lucian. Like, when we find out all, Lucian, get out of here. You are (laughs) stupid. (laughs) Yeah. After we find out all at the end, I have no idea what Lucian's long game was here. Not I don't at all. know what his I I yeah. don't get what he was trying to do, but yeah. we'll we'll get there in probably so, about 2 hours. No, no, no. <laughs> so, I I purposefully did not take very good notes on this book because I know how I get and this would be a 5-hour <laughs> podcast because it's a very long book. All right. So, she goes upstairs and her like the head maid, like the lady who helps her do things, Alice is there and helps her take a bath. She tries to get her into a dress. And Feyre is very much like, no, I will wear my old pants. And then they're yes. like, listen, your pants disintegrated when we touched them. Yeah. She tries to wash them and she comes yeah. back in and she's like, you want to wear this? And it's like a thread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she's so poor. Yeah. So they get her a tunic. And a nice pair of breeches. Mm -hmm. And she goes back downstairs. Mm -hmm. And they do a lot of, like, exposition like about what the new situation is. They're like, Mm -hmm. you're not a slave. You don't have to do anything for us. You can live anywhere you want in here. You can leave right now, although we would discourage you from doing that. Because everything here wants to kill you. Yeah. Not just because of the fact that you killed our friend, but also just because you're a tasty little snack Mm -hmm. in a not creepy straight guy saying that way in right. an actual things will eat you kind of way <laughs> right right yes Creatures. the most delicious morsel no, no, so no, don't no. do that mm-hmm. yeah so she's like well i hate you but okay right. pin her down like with magics so that she will eat and they're like i promise that you have we have not enchanted the food it's just food and you need nourishment right. and she's like well fairies can't lie although they're not <laughs> lying at this point but it's just every time. She's yeah, like, she's like, I know they can't lie, so I will yeah. eat my food. Joke's yeah. on you, Feyre. They can. But she does eat her food, and it's fine. Yeah. Then over the next couple of days, there's a, so much world building. But basically, so much world building. the friend, Lucian, have we talked about how he has one eyeball? You did. You didn't. No, I didn't. He's in he's a fox mask. He's got just one eyeball yeah, and he's a fox got mask. one natural eyeball. Yeah. And then this metal doohickey that's magicked. Yeah. I don't know how she can tell when it's moving. She talks about how it moves independently in a Mad-Eye Moody sort of way. And I don't Uh know how she tells. Does it have markings on it or you think it's flat? It's got to have markings. Yeah. You think it has mark? like an eye is drawn on it? Yeah, I I, I, I imagine so. I just thought it was like a flat (laughs) eye. Like, I don't know. And that's less creepy to you, you weirdo? No. Yes. Like, just the gold shark eye is less creepy to you. Yes. The gold shark eye is 100% less creepy (laughs) to me than just, like, what? Just, a like, you took a pen and you drew an eyeball on there? Woof. Or a tasteful carving, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Tasteful carving. No, flat is definitely less creepy, but I don't know how you'd know it was moving, because she always talks about how it's moving, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, he's kind of an asshole. He some sort of accident that she hasn't asked about. Yeah. He's a super asshole. He Mm -hmm. makes it very clear that he wants her dead. But she's like, if anybody can get the ear of this guy to let Mm -hmm. me go like back home, because she is dead set on 
continuing to be the caretaker of her family. She made a deathbed promise. Yeah, to her mom. To her mom that she would stay with them. And that was that was the interesting thing. She sort of rewrote the promise in her mind over mm-hmm. the course of the book. Yeah. Like it was pretty funny because she was like, you have the mom was like, you have to stay together. Mm-hmm. And in her mind, that meant because she could already see the abilities and the the natural personalities of her offspring. And she knew that the only way this family would survive is if Farah took care of them. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I have to get back to my family because the one thing we have left in this d- dismal world is our word. Yeah, but also she knows they'll starve to death without her because they, they're all useless as shit. But also her yeah. dad, as she was leaving, was like, never come back here. That yeah. was his little deathbed promise. She doesn't give any fucks about the promise she made to her dad just her mom who she super hated i don't understand Feyre's well, whole thing in this yeah. i can understand needing to get back because she knows her family will starve to death i don't understand her fixating on the promise part because she made the did she actually exact- promise to her dad yeah i thought she did i thought he just told her and she was like yada 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 gotta get on this mare uh, i just thought she that was like implicit like sure 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 anyway it doesn't matter she wants to get back And so she's trying to like lay snares and like hide knives and figure out ways she can get out of there. But none of it's going to work. Don't worry, guys. So she the next day. Well, over the next like week, she keeps on going out on like, quote unquote, hunting missions when Lucian is on patrol. And she her whole thing is I want him to talk to Tamlin. FYI, our hero's name is Tamlin. Hero Golden Masquerade Mask is named Tamlin. Yeah. And I will say this was not like a huge oversight on our part because the reader doesn't know his name until halfway through the banquet. (laughs) A long time. So anyway, she's like, I'm going to talk this guy. He hates me anyway. I'm going to talk him into getting tamlin to let me go Mm -hmm. and lucian's like jokes on you human first of all i saw your ploy from a mile away and second of all of course i would get rid of you i fucking hate you right there's no way tamlin's going to or and like there's no way out of the treaty basically so she's like oh fine and there's a couple of moments where tamlin seems a little bit territorial over her because before she goes out on the ride with lucian the first time he sort of tries to offer to show her around and he's doing that he's he's like trying to build a bridge between them a little bit and she's like nope you scare me bye Mm -hmm. and it's really great actually so you know she always has to have dinner with them because there's very much a you will dine with me tonight kind of you will join me for dinner (laughs) yes door slam Yeah, and then... So the next thing is the surreal thing, right? Yeah, so she walks up to Lucian, and she's like, listen, fucker, I want to talk to a a surreal, because somebody had told her that there's... Oh, Lucian had told her. I think it's Lucian. Yeah. Yeah. There's one breed of fairy that if you trap them, they have to answer your questions. And they know everything. And they know all the things. They're omniscient or something. Mm -hmm. So he's like, well, I guess if... You know, I wouldn't want anybody to find out who told you how to do this. And she's like, never would I ever. So he's like, I mean, they really like chickens, especially when they're dead and bleeding. Mm -hmm. And I bet a snare could maybe do it. So she goes out on her onesie out to the western forest, which is just as ominous as it sounds. Wait, but he also tells her, like, after she's done asking it questions, she's got to let it go and then run like hell and then run across water because it can't, it doesn't like crossing water. And he'll also be out there hunting that day. So she gets into trouble, she should scream and he might come after, he might not. He hasn't decided. Right. Which also, long game Lucian, 
what Mom. the game? Like, I don't understand <laughs> Lucian's motivations in this entire book. No, me neither. Until the so, end. I mean, not no, that the end he, makes no, me understand the beginning. Then. But the things he does at the end at least make sense. Oh, totes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. The, not at the beginning. No. So she goes out, she traps this fucking cereal, and she she does all the smart things that you would do about, you know, tracing your steps to the water and blah, blah. And sure, sure, the, sure. the cereal's like, you can't get out of the treaty, but you need to stay by the high phase side because now we find out that not only is this guy like you know hot and rich and whatever he's the highest of the high fae he's the nobility he's like Mm -hmm. one of the ruler he's the ruler of the spring season which is where they are the spring part of fae town the fairies have different kingdoms fae towns there's the summer court there's Uh the spring one the winter one and the what's the other season summertime And then, yeah, autumn. Yep, <laughs> and there's, then there's that a, one. And then, then there's, there's a night a dawn, one. A day and a night court. Yeah. Seven mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. So we're in spring. She, Talon is the king of the spring one. That's right. So she asks him all these questions, and he's basically like, You need to stick with your high fae that who got you. You gotta mm-hmm. you basically you gotta dance with the one who brung you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And she's like, fuck. And then all of a sudden, out of the goddamn trees come these black. I sort of pictured venom yeah as each i of did these too guys yeah, really? yeah yeah oh yeah 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 so they come there's four of them and she's like oh shit meanwhile the cereal is still strung up on a tree yeah and so the cereal is like i, I joked about eating you but can you please free me because yeah. they'll do bad things they'll keep me forever mm-hmm. so her first arrow is to free the cereal because she mm-hmm. is just that awesome kind of guy mm-hmm. and then she starts shooting arrows at the other dudes and she's, and like, she's running. Oh fuck. Run, 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 run. Cut by brambles. She kills she's... two. Yeah. And she screams. Nobody comes. Lucian's yeah. not about it. And then And then all of a sudden. Tamlin the Beast. Yeah. Oh, this is boy. the wolf scene from Beauty and the Beast, you guys. And he's like, run. Yeah. Noms on those. They're called Nagas. Noms them up. The one. Yeah. Gets her and saves her. Yeah. Period. She's the end. bleeding a little bit or something. He's yeah. probably bleeding a little bit. They go back to the house and... Uh, That's it. But then the next day... So he's pretty pissed she went and got the cereal. Yeah. But she doesn't tell him it was Lucian. But then she tells her maid, Alice, that Lucian told her how to do the cereal. And Alice no, says... The Alice figures it out. Alice is Oh, no whatever. Dumb. I don't know. This is such a long book, Melody. I know. I know. Anyway, somehow Alice figures it out. And then yeah. she's like, oh, by the way, Lucian um, told you one way to get a cereal. But just so you know, uh, if you just would have given it a new cloak, it would have like talked to you yeah. normally and like it would have been, been nice to you. It would have yeah. told you everything. And she's like, the way God Lucian told it. you, you probably would have died. So yeah. like he set her up. And also he was out there hunting that day. He straight tells her he was out there hunting that day. He heard her scream and he was like, Ah! and he hesitated yeah oh what a dick knows mm-hmm. i don't know i still really love lucian i, I love lucian too i just don't yeah. understand his choices no his choices make no sense okay so a few things happen they may be out of order as we tell them because honestly it doesn't super matter it doesn't matter just know that throughout all this time tamlin is attempting in a very awkward way to connect with her and she's very like you're terrifying and also you're a high fae, which is the the mostest of the fae's, mm-hmm. and I kind of don't know what to do with that. So she's always kind of knocking him back and knocking him down. Mm-hmm. But basically, 
there's a terrible thing out in the woods and he's trying to find it because he's the only one who can kill it. Mm-hmm. One point, he finally, finally kills it. He comes home and he's bleeding. And so she bandages him. Yeah. And it's a really sweet scene. She runs into it first, though, and it's real scary. Yeah, totes. But we'll skip over that. Yeah, That's totes. Fine. So then the next thing that happens. Very cute. She that, bandages him up. Yeah. And then he's like, I want to thank you for bandaging me by doing something nice for you. And she's like, nope, mm-hmm. rather be alone today. Bye. Bye. There's another point when she thinks she sees her dad in the woods. And so she mm-hmm. goes to follow him. And then Tamlin comes and he's like, you dummy, that's a that's a mirage used by a fairy that would take you out in the woods and kill you slowly. So stop that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another point, they go out. Ooh, he and Lucian and she go out a walking on a horse mm-hmm. and they come to this pool of starlight mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. actual starlight. Mm-hmm. And oh gosh, I can't remember if this is before or after the injured fairy with the wings. I don't know either. Anyway, they kind of skinny dip a little bit in the starlight. Yeah, it's they nice. do. And he says that if she gives him a kiss, he'll take off like the sort of magic blinders that he's put on her so that she can better see their world. Because he's been sort of yeah, that's that like happens. way later in the book. Oh, I that's thought like it way super later. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, so they skinny dip in some starlight and they mm-hmm. talk about the forest and stuff. And he wants to know how she like cared for her family and he wants to know all about her. Mm-hmm. And then she really wants paints and he gets her paints so she can paint. Yeah. And that's a thing. And he shows her the gallery, which is kind of like um, a library scene. You may remember. Also, there is a library and she goes there and she tries to figure out how to write a letter to her family, but she can't read. That's important. So she tries to figure out how to read and it doesn't work. And he kind of like makes fun of her a little bit. At least she perceives, but really he's trying to help her. So yeah, that's, there's that. he just that. offers, Jesus, he just offers to help her write a letter. And she's like, get away from me and my defective brain, you arrogant fairy. <laughs> yeah. She's so, I mean, I understand being self-conscious about it because at another point in the book he calls it a shortcoming Mm -hmm. and he says that by being like why would i judge you for a shortcoming that's not your fault somebody should have taught you to read i know that your your parents were educated and during this letter writing scene she finds out that magic is being messed with in Feytown. Right. And Prithian and everybody, like the reason that they're stuck in masquerade masks is because they they say it was like this surge of a blight and they can't break the curse. So she's like, will it, it does this blight, is it going to endanger my family? And they're like, yeah, actually it might. It definitely is. Right. So that's why she's trying to write this letter. So anyway, he tells her that he's taking care of her family. Like he's basically yeah. given them money, convinced them that she's off visiting an aunt, wiped their memory of that night and don't worry about it. And they also know once any sign of that blight comes, they know to kind of like leave. He kind of put that hint in their brain of like, yeah, if you get any mention of this, leave. And so he's like, I've taken care of your family. You're good. Um, So that kind of warms her to him. Well, and it, it also makes it less important for her to try to escape. It's, right. And so she's like, and, and this is before she finds out that they can lie. And so she's right. like, oh, she's well, like, oh, they, they can't, can't lie. lie. So great. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. And then one night she's awoken by this terrible screeching and she runs downstairs and there's this really injured blue fairy 
and he doesn't he's like got stumps like bloody stumps on his back and the stumps are are bleeding and they can't get them to stop like they won't coagulate and so he's sitting with her and and he's like this fairy's gonna die the fairy just keeps saying she took my wings she took my wings she took my wings and that at some point, when they figure out how much blood he's lost, Tamlin kind of backs off and is like, there's nothing we can do here. He doesn't yeah. say that, but she understands from the way that he kind of stops helping this fairy. So she gets down and starts, like, talking, holds the fairy's hand, starts hand. talking to him and is like, it's okay, it's okay. And he's like, she took my wings. And she's like, yeah, but it's okay. You're going to get them back. Yeah. And he's like, do you promise I'm going to get them back? And she's like, yeah. And then he dies. And this is very touching to Tamlin because... And to um, me, too. <laughs> 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 because um, uh, she, has, she hates fairies, so why would she yeah. give a shit? Um, so yeah, so all this stuff happens that's like both world building and also building between them. Relationship then, building, yeah. Right. And it's a very long book. I'm sorry, guys, that this is <laughs> kind of like just a scatter shot. But okay. So one night, it changes between the two of them. Is that the dead fairy night? Oh, I don't know. It's the solstice night. No, it's like it's before that where that he just kind of like he just like gives her like a nuzzle or like I think he kisses her hand or something like that. And then she's like, all of a sudden, like, she thinks he's handsome. Oh. I don't know when it is, but let's move on. Okay. So there's going to be a big, is the neck bite. Okay. Big fairy party. Big fairy party is called, I think, calamari. Big fairy calamari. I, I no, calamari. <laughs> calamari. They're going <laughs> to eat up some squids and <laughs> it's going to be delicious. Yeah. Hopefully it's they're fried. summer solstice or nom, spring nom, solstice. Nom. Hopefully they got some aiolis to yeah. dip this calamari. Some in. It's going to be real good. But basically, so good. everybody's preparing. They're decorating stuff. They've got, they've got drums out. They've got foods out. They've got fiddles out. And she's like, I want to go to the big calamari party. <laughs> and everybody's like, no, you can't come to the calamari party. not invited. You're not invited. You will you stay, have in, to your stay room, in your human. room all night. And yeah. she's like, whole rump. And for like the weeks leading up to this, she's like, whole rump. And even that day, he comes out and he's wearing fancy pants and no shirt. Oh, yeah. Masquerade mask. I just want to <laughs> emphasize. And then a sword. And he's like, yeah. just want to make sure you're staying in your room. Right, Feyre? Right. And she's like, I want to come to the calamari party. And he's like, no, you can't <laughs> I love go to it. I fried squids. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, the drums and the music sounds great. And there's bonfires and stuff. And he's like, I'm not going to be myself tonight. You can't come. You will get straight murdered tonight. And then yeah. he leaves. Well, and he sort of explains that fairies have free roam during this night. And so yeah, there's, there's going like, to be other kind of fairies her. hanging out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, I really want to go get me some calamaris. So, so she. This is one of those moments where I finally understood your frustration during book one of Outlander because you were always like, Claire, shut your mouth. Yeah. They can actually beat you legally. Yeah. Like, stop it. You Claire, can't do stop that. doing everything you're doing, Claire. Let In Highlander times, you have to yeah. stop it. And this Farrah. is one of those times where I was like, Farah, stay in your room. Because she Everybody doesn't really have you. a great justification. Claire, at least, it was always like, they're torturing a person. Totally. A child is about to get slaughtered. Farah was just like, those drums sound fun. Well, that <laughs> music sounds yeah, great. I wondered if if later on it was because she has like 
a faded connection to the fairy realm or whatever, because it does almost sound like she's hypnotized into doing something incredibly stupid. But she just loves these drums, you guys. She's entranced by these drums and she has to go find them. So she gets herself a horse and she trots on out there. She's hoping that the smoke and the of the bonfires and everything is going to mask her delectable human mm-hmm. scent which like mm-hmm. of course it's not Feyre no. you're you're the only Feyre. human no so everybody's like a zombie in front of this cave and they're waiting for something to happen mm-hmm. and then lo and behold Feyre decides that she's just going to go a little bit off the beaten path yeah. away from the big crowd yeah and guess she's fixing cl- to get raped by three fairies Feyre yeah all raped of a sudden and eaten yeah, ra- yeah, uh, rape f- first raped and then eaten by three yeah. fairies, and then, oh, oh boy, out of the shadows comes a dark, mysterious, non-mask wearing, no, nope. beautiful, yes. beautiful man. Yes, can we just say <laughs> non-mask wearing fairy yeah. man who looks like the knight. And he's just oh. like, he's the most handsomest handsome man she's ever seen. She's and ever he's seen. Got, he's got swagger, you guys. Like the way oh. he walks and he saunters up to her. He's he like, swags so hard. He uh-huh. swags in every direction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. And he's like, hey, three rapist fairies, scram. Get the fuck out of here. And then he's like, sup, human, why are you out here on yeah. calamari night? And she's like, did oh, you get you some squids? Yeah. I hope so. She's like, because oh, you yeah. gotta go home. I was here with a friend, but like she went to get drinks. Like I, she, she she's comes so up bad with at the this. dumbest story. She's like, yeah, I was here with my girlfriends. And he's like, yeah, I don't know a lot of humans that are like girlfriends with fairies. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've known each other for like a long time. It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's like, okay, well, um, you know, I can escort you back to wherever you need to go so that you don't get eaten and raped by more fairies. And she's like, no, 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 because you seem dangerous yourself, very handsome. So that's probably some a reason yeah. why I need to get away from you. Danger, because I I just want you to put it in me, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. All of us did. And then... All of us did. He, he was like, all right, well, you know, enjoy the party, stay safe. And she's like, all right, cool. Yeah. And then Lucian runs into her and Lucian's like, holy fuck, you gotta go. Yeah. And so he whisks her back to her house. Yeah. And then she leaves her goddamn room again. Well, so no, Lucian even fucking tells her. She oh, yeah, leaves her that's room. That's right. She leaves her room for reasons. Yeah, so she Lucian does. is like, here's what happens <laughs> on Calamari night. It's yeah. not just about squids. No. Here's what here's what is going on. There's a ritual where <laughs> High King Fairy of the Spring, whatever. This is the first day of spring, so this is a springtime spring. And fling. they have to rejuvenate the land. Yeah. So this is with their this bodies. Is, yeah. This is spring Yahoo. fling. This is prom night for springtime king. And he's gotta <laughs> get his he's gotta rejuvenate the power. And so what happens is he does some kind of thing where he goes all the magic surges through him and he becomes feral fairy and he's gotta yeah. go. Find a lady. Well, no. First, he has to go kill a doe or something or a stag. Okay, so I wrote in here. Does he do this? <laughs> I, like, I think he does so, it covered in blood. Okay, so he doesn't <laughs> kill something. Then he's got to go mate with somebody, and he does it purely yeah. by scent and instinct. Uh-huh. And then he goes and has sex with her in a cave. And my note was, as a beast or as a masquerade man, asking <laughs> for me. <laughs> Not for friends. What do you think? <laughs> I think he he kills as beast 
fucks his masquerade man. Fair. Okay. Yeah. So Lucian is basically like, he's going to smell you and he's going to go crazy uh-huh. because you are out here and you need to stay in your room because he will come back to the house and hunt you down and do right. sex on you. And at this point, Feyre is a little bit like, oh, okay. huh. I probably would hate that. Maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, there's a lot of fancy fairy ladies out there. So yeah. sounds like he's kind of into me, even right. though there's a lot of fancy fairy ladies out there. And she's excited about that. Yeah. So then she leaves her room because she's like, you know what I am right now? I'm so hungry. I had a big banquet feast before, but I yeah. am hungry now so hungry so i just want to wander the palace for a little yeah. bit to just see if there's any horny fairies around i'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put on my silkiest on robe <laughs> yes and head down to the kitchens is <laughs> we see you Feyre. we see you <laughs> so she gets herself some bread and some cheese and then all of a sudden tamlin is in the doorway and he's he's got his eyeballs on her and he's smoldering through his uh-huh. gold masquerade mask uh-huh and he pins her up against the wall and he's like, I smelled you everywhere. I scented you and I tried to find you and it drove me crazy until uh-huh. finally I had to give up and do some other fairy. Yeah, one of these other fairy ladies was like, yeah. do me and don't be gentle. And he literally says, I would have been gentle with you mm-hmm. and I would have taken my time. I would have had you moaning my name and I would have I would have just made it last. And she's like, oh, I was all snap, about it. Me too. was also all about it. Yeah, it was hot. And I love this about her because she's like, why would I want somebody else's leftovers? Mm-hmm. And he's like, push her up against the wall. Uh-huh. Claws into the into the mortar. Literal claws in wall. Literal claws in wall. And then he bites the shit out of her neck, not to mm-hmm. draw blood, not to break bites skin. it, but then also smooches it. Bite, oh, and smooch. then he starts smooch licking bite. up on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, smooching it's good. It. She's Ooh. all about it. She's grinding her pelvis against his pelvis. Mm-hmm. He's licking in the murmur, murmur, mm-hmm. and it's it's delightful. Yeah, and then he like chuckles and walks away. <laughs> yeah, and she hates it she gets zero sleep that night she is all amped up nowhere to go nobody and that next breakfast morning is a little bit awkward for everybody oh no that breakfast morning is just awkward for lucian (laughs) (laughs) all right so they have breakfast noontime breakfast yeah and they're like not subtle she puts on this tunic to show off her bruise. There's no twilight, like, oh, yeah. let's cover up our bruises with makeup. She's all about it. No. She's like, if he's going to sneak up into this palace and bite uh-huh. me on the neck, everybody's going to see it. So she goes down to breakfast, bruise on display, and Lucian's kind of like, where'd you get that bruise? And she's uh-huh. like, oh, from where Tamlin bit the shit out of me last mm-hmm. night. And Tamlin's like, all right, listen, I told you to stay in your room. So if yeah. you're not going to stay in your room, if I want to smooch and bite you, that's them's the rules, Feyre. I, I wasn't myself, If you don't want nobody to bite on your neck, stay, <laughs> stay in your in fucking your room. room. Yeah. yeah. Lock the door, yeah. asshole. It was cute. Uh, it was adorable. So, okay, fast okay. forward. Herbs, 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 herbs. Now it's the summer solstice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care. She does a yes. lot of painting. I think she. Sh- this is where she shows him her paintings in between there. 
probably it's, not. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff. A it's a lot, you it's guys. It's cool because she paints him the star, the starlight pond, and he's mm-hmm. like, actually, I want the one of the desolate woods from yeah, your home, from where you're from. And he says that he has never known another person that understands the burden of taking care of others at the expense of yourself like she does. And that's yeah. the connection he feels with her. And that's why he wants that painting. It was very sweet. It was really sweet, especially since that calls to a lot of her own inner monologue from earlier where she was mm-hmm. like, I thought this mattered to him. Apparently it didn't. Right. And it totally did the whole time. He was just, right. you know, he just had other things to do. Which is, again, ridiculous. Where are your motivations, Tamlin? Yes. All of your energy you should be focused thing. on this person. I don't yeah. understand after we know all. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it is now the summer solstice. Her lady, Alice, puts her up in a nice cornflower blue dress. It's super great. Mm -hmm. She's got her hair down. She's got flowers in it. There are maypoles everywhere. Yep. It's like she's all that. She comes down the stairs. Tamlin is Freddie Prince Jr. And he's like, damn, girl. And Mm -hmm. Lucian's like, she looks like a fairy. And he's like, yeah, she does. So they go summer solsticing and it's fun which is just a party he doesn't have to beast out and nah, have he's sex not with anybody, anybody no uh, well, of maybe. His, uh, well of his own volition like uh-huh. he yeah i mean yeah you know he's not cosmically having to fuck someone so <clears throat> she drinks some wine that she's warned not to lucian is like do not drink that wine and she's like yeah. i'm gonna she's drink like, the glug, wine glug, 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 like, motherfucker. You're such an idiot. what a dummy i love it i would probably do the same thing so she starts dancing her face off and she finds mm. fiddle player Tamlin. God, I just I just imagined you in this situation and you're completely <laughs> 100% right. You would yeah. have just chugged that one. Yes. I can imagine you dancing all over this place. Oh, yeah. I would never I would been like, oh, I'm not supposed to drink. OK. <laughs> no. And then I would have just that there. wine. And yeah. then I would probably be dancing tits out. <laughs> I know. That's why I had to pause the podcast and be like, oh, you know what? You're right. That, that Goddamn is... flower garland on my mermaid oh, hair. Yep, oh, yep, yeah. Yep. Sweating my balls off. <laughs> yeah. Unapologetically. Just rivulets of sweat all down my body and not giving a shit. Whereas I'm oh, like, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I won't drink the wine. Anyway, would anyone like to engage in conversation? <laughs> Okay, so after the set's over, he's like, I want to show you something even cooler. But first, Tamlin's playing the fiddle and he's real good at it. She watches him. No. Oh, I was talking probably at the same time. Sorry. player Tamlin. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you know what? Wait, you do make a good point because now he's shown her hot beast Tamlin. He's Uh shown her conscientious ruler Tamlin. And then with his fiddle nonsense, he shows her objectively talented Tamlin. Mm -hmm. And passionate. He's having such a good time. And he loves watching her dance tits out. Her tits aren't out. That's just no. the way I would do it. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what he hasn't shown her? Uh, his penis. <laughs> <laughs> I have two things. Okay. Well, three if you count his penis. <laughs> three. <laughs> what I was going to say was like Lord of the Night that's trying to do the oh, right thing, but he doesn't no, know how. No, Tamla doesn't have that in him. But also the oh. other half of his face. Keep in mind, everyone. <laughs> this whole She's time, seen gold masquerade mask with emeralds all over it. Yep. Okay. okay. So he takes her over to watch some other kind of fairies dance in a field. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. And then they start dancing together, and it's really cute. And then he's mm-hmm. like, I think I want to kiss you. 
And she's like, then do it. Do it. And she's super surprised by her own boldness. And he does it real gentle, like. Real gentle. And and then she's like, that's all you got? Yeah. And then he smooches her good. Oh, boy, does he do it fiercely. (laughs) Like a beast. (laughs) Like the beast inside him. And it's not in the text, but her face becomes sliced to shit by the (laughs) emeralds and sharp edges of his masquerade mask. But then he magically heals her. It's fine. Mm -hmm. So... Then they go back to the house, and the next morning at breakfast, this is when, yeah. <laughs> this is when Tamlin's like, he's like, oh, are things a little weird for you? And yeah. she's like, well, if I could face you the morning after you bit my neck, a little kiss is nothing. And he's like, yeah. nothing? And she's like, nothing. And, and Lucian's he's like, like murder me now. <laughs> Lucian's like, why are we here? Why are we the only two fairies in this yeah. house where I have to have breakfast with these disgusting people? And again, Lucian, where are your motivations? Lock it up. Lock it up. <laughs> Just quietly leave the room. Lucian. Let it happen. Yeah, let her put. Let him Actually, put her right on that table. Earlier in the book, she put on like a, a slinky, silvery gown. Or is that later? That's after this. No, yeah, that's wait, that's this. before. No, that's between bruise. Really I think that's between bruise and smooches. She puts on a sparkle yeah. dress and comes downstairs, and she's like, "Look at me in my sparkle dress." Right. And Lucian's like, "I have somewhere very important to be," and like right. just fucks <laughs> off. Which good job, Lucian. Yeah, first good that's choice the way of the you book. Should be doing. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So basically, they are together now. They're dating. It's really cute. They're going on walks. She's mm-hmm. she's knowing that she really loves him. When he goes mm-hmm. out to fight things, she worries about when he comes back. Yep. It's a whole thing. Everybody's in love now. Yeah. And then, oh, and then the at her. At some point, another fairy beast arrives. Mm-hmm. And she overhears a conversation. Um, it's cryptic as shit. Yeah, there are two conversations in which she hears somebody reference the fact that Tamlin, for for being a person with a heart of stone, he is something, real something, soft, something, yeah. or he's real something else. Yeah, those are two important things. And several conversations she's overheard that like a mysterious she or her is doing shit, like that fairy that yeah. died with its wings cut off. Like she took my wings, and they're mm-hmm. like, why is she dropping her dirty laundry out on our? Yeah. You know, so. Anyway, the adder's talking about, like, she this and she that, and she's going to yeah. destroy you, and blah, And blah, she's blah. not pleased, and blah. Yeah. But. And then, all of a sudden, they're having some dinner. Oh, hello. And our Magical favorite world. night prince arrives. Lord of the night. The sexy oh. night prince. Mm-hmm. You know what? If he was yeah. in, what are those called? Like, the Aladdin pants. What? Even if he was wearing those kind of pants, I would still find him oh, so sexy. I was like, do not ruin this shit i don't no. know what he's wearing he's wearing a cape that's that's black to the point that light doesn't seem to even reflect off of it there okay like, yeah it is but whatever it hot. is you guys is tailored it's very oh. tailored it's very nighttime there is brocade involved yeah. that i do not hate mm-hmm. like it is delicious and so he walks in and he's like i'm recent i'm lord of the night court they wait they they hide her magically behind lucian yeah so that he can't yeah. see her okay yeah they magically obscure her mm-hmm. they have this whole talk about how this mysterious she needs something else and they're like you're the blight's whore yeah they talk about how he's her her like whore yeah her yeah yeah and basically he's, he's sold out Jezebel. to whoever this she is and like yeah. tamlin has not that's what you need to know and That's also, right. this guy's super dangerous and, like, definitely threatens to murder Tamlin. And Tamlin's mm-hmm. very, like, 
oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. So this is yeah. somebody who's like more powerful than Tamlin is. Uh-huh. Then all of a then sudden he notices that there are three plates, not just two. And he's uh-huh. like, you dare to obscure from me? Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, hey, girl. I saved you. Hi. Uh-huh. Hi, I remember you. Yeah, it's really nice to see you. Uh-huh. That's what I think he says. But really, he reaches into her brain parts with his with mind. With his claws, his talony claws. She can feel them scraping across her brain. Yeah, his uh-huh. mental claws. And he's like, oh, Tamlin, why does this... Oh, because Lucian says... That's my betrothed. And he's like, oh, Lucian, you're quite the cuckold then because she's been thinking about Tamlin's hard oh, body yeah. pressing up against her. All of her fantasies out yeah, loud. It's, it's so embarrassing. So but it's also so great. He's like, oh, yeah, one time you bit her on the neck and she totally thought about what that would feel like on her On boobs. her breast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was funny. I'm into it. I have a question for you. Yeah, wise. tell me everything. Question me. If in this moment, yeah. Tamlin had just said, hey, this is the chick. <laughs> this is the chick I'm trying to do the thing with. Right. Do you think that any of this shit would have gone astray if Tamlin would have just been honest with Reason in this moment and been like, yeah, you know that thing I've been done trying to have done for 49 years? This is it. So fuck off and maybe we can get a chance to be okay. Well, first of all, that wouldn't make any sense because he doesn't know that Reason... Sure hates this lady yeah but also like don't you think that okay so fairies are very specific in their um uh bargains right yeah and she the big her i feel like she wouldn't be able to just swoop in and murdelate any woman he was trying to do this with right Mm. like that can't be part of it they have to allow him to do the thing oh okay because i I would have thought that like that would give recent reason to just like murder her brain right there that wouldn't make sense yeah totally they would just do that with every woman that came in like that's the whole thing is that he can't do this and this is a challenge that she's laid upon him so if she doesn't allow him to do it yeah i think tamlin's best move here would have been just like yeah this is the chick reese like lay off well but also he can't say anything in front of her Mm -hmm. because she can't know about the schmata i think just a pointed wink (laughs) <laughs> Would have been good. Fair, fair. I mean, I know it's hard behind a masquerade yeah. mask again, but <laughs> but okay. But also, Tamlin's kind of dumb. He is. That's the problem. Yeah, like that's the that's the overarching problem is that Tamlin yeah. is kind of dumb. There's a lot of dumb Tamlin and Lucian things that happen. Oh man, I think so the then, season fairies are dumber than the day night dawn I sort think of fairies. Everybody is just dumber than Reese. <laughs> he's so smart you guys so swoony okay Uh so reese fucks off and then tamlin is like wait no 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 importantly he says what's your name to farah and she says claire bennett connie Britton." fair (laughs) yeah fair that's right it actually is true yep it's something like that though nope yep and so he's like all right see you guys never and he leaves so then she goes up to her room, like everybody leaves because Tamlin is fuming and he mm-hmm. tears apart his dining room in a very frustrated manner. And then afterwards, he comes up to her room and he's like, you have to go home. And she yeah, sits down on the bed go. and she's like, but I want to stay with you. Did I do something wrong? And I'm yeah. like, no, bitch. Did you did what you not you just get no, brain like, assaulted? Like, you were perfect. You were so perfect. <laughs> you were. <sighs> and he's like, I just can't put you in any more danger. And then she's like, I need you to kiss my whole face. 
And he's like, you got to go home in the morning. And she's like, well, then we better make tonight count. And he smooches on her. And then she jumps up onto his lap. And then she pushes him on the bed. And then we get a perfectly reasonable euphemistic (laughs) sex scene. Yes. But I just, there's one thing in here where I could not i need you to tell me everything it is when so he's (laughs) smooching on her boobs and then he goes lower and he's scratching her his talent he he uses talons you guys on her hips but like gently Uh and then he quote feasts on her oh yeah until she's like you know all about it but like feasts on her is the only description of oral sex we get and that is horrifying to me especially when it is a literal beast that's just like (laughs) like that what i imagine is just like because his canines are all over the place all the time in this book and just like yeah Yeah, and he's always hissing actually everybody's always hissing (laughs) yeah and growling well and and then she starts coming and then he roared and went with her so yeah the the beast plus feast it's but a little you know unsettling. What? I get this guy roaring a lot more than I get Highlander dude roaring oh, every totally. time he comes. So that's fine by me. Totally. Um, okay. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I'm just saying that there's a lot of like, yeah. you know. I hated the word feast in that moment. It totally <laughs> yes. took me out of it. And I was just yes. like, oh, my God, he's eating her vagina up. Yeah. Um. Anyway. She's bleeding, maybe. Yeah. Um. So, so they then, go to sleep. They wake and, up. And he, they do wait, it again. He tells her that he loves her that night. Yes. And she thinks she may have dreamed it. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. And then they, then she wakes up. He's gone. Yes. She's all packed. They've got a, a metric fuck ton of things for her. And Alice like hugs her and sends her back down. So she's getting into the carriage. And she's like, this isn't forever, right? I need to come back to you. And he's like, no, it's not forever. Which also, what the fuck? Yeah, it's 100% forever. This doesn't make any sense Oh, the fact me. that he has her leave right now? Yeah, not to oh, mention... Yeah, 100%. This doesn't make any sense. The fact that he doesn't, like, try a tiny bit harder with a the little, whole I love you thing. Just try a little bit harder. You got three more days, my man. Three yeah. days is a lot. After yeah. you've said I love you to her, to get her yeah. to say I love you back. You guys, spoiler alert, she needs to love him to break the curse. Of course, this is Beauty and the Beast. So right. we need three more days. We have three more days. And it's not even that she needs to love him because she loves him right now. And she says mm-hmm. that as the carriage is like clop clopping away. Mm-hmm. He has said I love you. And she's like, I don't know what held me back because I do love him. But I just, I just can't give that to him right now. And, and he's like, me, well, me, bye, me, 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 while me, she's me. still yeah. considering whether to say it. And See, Lucian's never. over there like, hey, man, don't you think maybe wink a couple more days? Wink, right. wink. Might be a good idea. <laughs> wink. And Tamlin's like, nope. Wink with one eye. The other eye is just circling maniacally. Oh, just God. in every direction. Horrifying, the bad horrifying. eye, moody eye is just going nuts. I Lucian just can't figure his life out. But can yeah, we take a moment no now? Sense. Knowing yeah, this. Sure. Yeah. Knowing that three days after this is when the whole kingdom is going, everyone's going to die because he couldn't get a human woman to love him. Yeah. Let's talk about Lucian trying okay. to kill her for the first half of this book. Yeah. And also Things. trying to like 
push them apart. Oh, after the thing. So there is a thing where he like shows her what a fairy sees in exchange for a kiss. And then the next right. morning, like Lucian makes fun of them being like, well, are you going to kiss me if I offer you the moon on a string? <laughs> He's like trying to push them apart the whole time. What are you doing, Lucian? Yeah. Okay. So, so just you live to in be this fully kingdom? transparent, you guys, there's this fucking HBIC. She has come in. She has usurped power from a bunch of the lords. Her name is Amarantha, and she is just as fuck off as her name is. Like, yes. she is not playing. No. So she was really in love with Tamlin, and she wanted Tamlin to, like, be her right-hand bro and bed bed bed, bed playmate. Yeah. And Tamlin wouldn't do it. Tamlin wasn't into it. And he said to her, I would rather marry a human before I married you. And she had this whole yeah. thing where her sister tried to marry a human and then chose that human instead of her. So that especially pissed her off. And then the human killed her sister. Yeah. And then she killed that human and made a ring out of his eyeball and imprisoned yeah. his soul in it. It's a lot, you guys. But the it's bottom line here is she's like, right. oh, really? You'd rather marry a human instead of me? All right. Let's see. You get a human. And there's all there's a lot of ridiculous and confusing caveats here. So buckle up. Yeah. You must find a human that has killed a fairy because out of hatred in their unprovoked heart. out of, because of pure hatred, which mm -hmm. I don't know if Feyre even fits because she did it out of pure. Um, I am hungry for this dough, but whatever. I okay, mean, but but she also knew that it was a fairy. She also does hate. No, I feel like she wasn't sure it was a fairy. No, no, no. She wasn't sure, but she also knew the consequences if it was a fairy. Sure, and she, she was like, fairies. fuck everyone. I don't I'm know. I'm going to kill this fairy. I and just she used an like... ash arrow just in case. Yeah. Because fair. the ash arrow will only kill fairies. But it wasn't like she went out fairy murdering, which seemed to be no. what the curse wanted. She anyway. wasn't a fairy huntress. Right. So no. anyway, so and then you've got to bring that human back to fairy town and then you yeah. gotta get her to fall in love with you and then she has to say i love you out yeah. loud it can't just be in the feeling yeah mm -hmm. and then also just to add insult to injury i'm gonna glue a masquerade mask on you <laughs> and also everybody you know and make you the creepiest motherfucker you've ever seen just to just to add a little bit of a challenge in there because it's, right. it's hard for humans to fall in love with people wearing masquerade masks because it's inherently <laughs> creepy to human women like me is that all that's and, and she all. gave him 49 years to do this and he didn't get on it until year 48 and a half yeah and still Lucian's like, fuck this. I'm going to murder her. I don't well, know not why. Not to mention that, like, Lucian was in on the plot the whole time. Oh, yeah, he's he knows. been sending his sentries out yeah. to, like, just be, just to be murder, murder bait. Yeah. And then when this lady does murder one, he's like, how fucking dare you? Instead yeah. of being like, hey, Tamlin, fuck you for doing that. Yeah. He was on orders. Like, you sent him out to the slaughter. That's why this wolf didn't put up a fight. He knew that he yes. was the sacrifice to get... And also, this bitch carved out Lucian's eye. She's the one that did that to That's Lucian. That's the one. Yeah. He should Amaranth hate her way that. more. And you guys, there's no treaty that was completely made up. Fairies lie all the time. It's like Fairies their favorite thing. Constantly. It's yeah. a work of art to them. All right. So anyway, so she, so that's why the three day thing is fucking ridiculous. Why yeah, it not doesn't just make like, any sense. Because if, if Era Amarantha, yeah, if she comes and she's like, I'm a murder you dead, Tamlin. I'm a murder everybody in this kingdom. Don't you think that Pharaoh would have been like, no, Tamlin. I love him. I love you. Don't you think? <laughs> Yeah, no, I do it think that she would have shown up past the deadline just to be safe. 
fair. I don't know. Anyway, he doesn't he doesn't take these three days. He sends her home in a human yeah. dress that everybody and hates. He, he only like he tells her that he loves her when she's half asleep one time after mm-hmm. what I hope was good sex. I'm certainly not sure of it. And then the next time he tells her as he's sending her away after yeah. she's begged to stay with you him. You know what would have been maybe like prudent? <laughs> Uh. saying do you love me back <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know so she goes home her family's in a big old mansion they've done been glamored by fairies and yeah. she spent it's weeks and they pass herbs herbs blip, herbs blip, herbs, blip, herbs. Blip, blip. except she finds out that nesta never got glamored she was just pissed the whole time <laughs> i really liked and nesta yeah because she's the baddest bitch like uh-huh. she's the worst and but... she tried to go get her too she tried to go into fairyland and try to save her yeah it didn't work and the woodcutter wouldn't come with her so she told woodcutter's son to fuck off yeah then she finds out that this claire bennett girl or whatever her name was connie britain i'm pretty i'm pretty certain yeah, connie that, britain. that was so her name. connie britain gets <laughs> super murdered along with oh, all yeah. of her family and the whole estate is burnt to a crisp and so she's like oh my god amarantha knows she knows she was looking for me yeah she got this lady i i have murdered her by proxy mm-hmm. and so she gets in a carriage she's going back to fate town yeah She's going to go figure out what the fuck has gone awry mm-hmm. and gets there. The castle is totally empty. Everybody's all gone except for Alice. Alice tells her the whole thing about the curse, about the plan, about her need to say, I love you. And then she's like, well, I got to go get him. Then I got to yeah. save the day. Do you think it's weird that the whole time Alice is telling her this, she's packing her a thing of like food and like uh knives and herself shit? a thing of food oh i thought she's gonna was... go get her she nephews. refuses to take her into oh okay she's gonna I go thought... get her nephews yeah no yeah i thought that was for uh no she's Sarah. packing her own go bag because she packed this shit and then she's like oh by the way it's right over there and your knives don't mean anything and i'm like well why'd you yeah. pack this big bag <laughs> anyway okay never mind so she takes her to the place yeah she decides to take her to the place and she tells her do not drink any wine you see here and do nope. not make any bargains right and spoiler alert Farah doesn't listen both, to nobody she both does drink the wine and make yeah. bargains but Farah, you guys don't listen to nobody but listen no i'm behind it this time because she did it for the sexiness (laughs) of all of us she did it so that we can i hope read about that sexy sexy night king and his yeah sexiness god i hope so after like a week of lap dances i hope so too 100 percent. god i need it i need it so badly so okay here's what happens she shows up she immediately gets busted and taken yeah. to the foot of the throne of Amarantha and the, and her love, her long lost love who's sitting there at her side. And Amarantha's like, oh, I, I murdered and tortured that bitch. And she's straight up. Her skin is pinned up on the wall. Poor on Connie Britton wall. is like flayed oh. and like burned. And she's just like nailed up there. And, and her uh, hair still looks amazing. Like I don't know how <laughs> Connie Britton does it. But it's perfectly curled. <laughs> it's that beautiful russet strawberry blonde situation. Like, uh-huh. just gorgeous. Anyway. Um, so anyway, so Thayer uh, <laughs> is down there. She's looking up at Tamlin. He doesn't even react to her no. being thrown. So she thinks that he's under some kind of like a spell. But also, this is the only time Tamlin has been smart. <laughs> 
he will not react. Yeah, I understand why Feyre is like, it must be a spell because there's no way he thought of this idea himself. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> oh. Meanwhile, I do love Tamlin. He's great. So anyway, she's like, I came here because I love Tamlin. And she's like, maybe that'll work. It doesn't. That's stupid of no, her to it's think. it's too late. Yeah, asshole. it's way too late now. And she's like, oh, how interesting. And so Aromophilia. Amarantha. Yep. <laughs> decides that she's going to give her a chance uh-huh. to. Oh, this is so stupid. If she, she's, right, listen, okay. if she gets through three quests. Mm-hmm. If she gets through three challenges, then the spell is broken-ish. Mm-hmm. And then she also says, or like, each quest is going to happen on the new moon. So she's got a month to recover in between. Yeah. Or she's going to give her a riddle. and she, she can shout out the answer to this anytime. riddle. Anytime. Anytime. And it's over yeah. and everybody's free. Everybody's free She gets a smoochy friend. Yeah. And so she gives her this riddle. You guys, it, it is, is the, the most easiest, straightforward riddle I've ever real heard easy in my life. Riddle. I read the first three stanzas and I was like death, and then I read the fourth stanza and I was like, oh love, and that is the answer to the riddle. <laughs> yes, yes. So Feyre she gives her these options. Feyre makes her. Point. You know what? It's okay. Not everybody's brain works like that. I am not as good with a bow as uh, as our Feyre is. Sure. So. Everybody has their strengths. Well, and also in that situation, because the whole thing is, if you shout out any wrong answer, everybody dies immediately. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to be so super sure. And I can I can see myself working it myself into a frenzy. But before that last challenge, when she's about to do the thing that is the last challenge, wouldn't yeah, you I have know. taken a guess? Maybe? Just, just a shot at it. Anyway, challenge. She gets thrown in a dungeon. Challenge number yeah. one is go up in these muddy trenches and get and kill this worm. The fight craziest worm. worm. What is that movie? This an amazing movie with Kevin Bacon, and it's and in like worm? the 1970s or 80s. Yep, I. God damn it, do uh, Tremors, Beetlejuice. Oh, Tremors! tremors. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. this fuck off. Like if you cross the Tremors worm with Jabba the Hut worm. Plus, mm-hmm. even more scary stuff. That's the worm she's fighting. Yeah. Guys, it's so, a good scene. I, it is really good. Yeah, she, she kills escapes it. this worm. Great. Partially because, and there's bets made on if she's going to yeah. die or not. Era Mouth Amarantha yeah, says that she's, everybody <laughs> in her court made bets and the, the only one person bet that she was going to survive. The sexiest person oh, in the, the room. The sexiest bet. one there knew that she was gonna live also that's right lucian at some point in this is like yells out like to your left and she yeah. knows that oh lucian between the time that so when she was in the court the first time that adder guy just kicked the shit out of her broke her nose oh, yeah. broke her jaw all yeah. kinds of shit and lucian like apparated down to the dungeons and yeah, healed he her after this time, so then, okay, so she's all fucked up from the worm, and she goes back down to the no, dungeon. No, she's not fucked up. She's a little fucked up from the worm, but then Amarantha magically gives her a compound fracture in one of her arms. Oh, I thought that was from the worm. No, Amarantha no? did that shit to her. I can't remember that. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but she's fucked up. Yeah. She gets sent back down to the dungeon. Lucian never comes to heal her. Right. And she kind of assumes she is getting fevered. Yeah, she's she not doing well, you guys. And she dying. thinks probably it's because Lucian yelled out and helped her get away from that worm. Yeah. 
that he's been he's like under low. watch because Tamlin's yeah. very under watch. He can't go try to find her. But you know right. who's not under watch? Oh, the sexiest you know, guy in the room. Because he's smart and he's fucking the shit out of Amar- Amarantha. And she doesn't suspect him of anything. And because he could walk through walls and because his clothes don't reflect light. Yeah, he's the knight, you guys. He's just the knightiest. He of gets them. down there to the dungeons oh. and he's yeah. like, hey, girl, sup, girl. I've got a fairy bargain for you. I'm going to cure your fever. Lucian's not coming for you this time because he's doing other stuff. I can heal you. But like what I want is you in my night castle for two weeks out of the month, every single month. And she starts thinking it's only two weeks out of the month, which, by the way, is half your life, Farah. It's, it's she kept saying it. only two weeks, and I'm like, that's half. That's one. Erin, she is super a fevered. Okay, fair. Okay. But anyway, she negotiates it down <laughs> to one week a month, and then she yeah. makes that bargain against the um, advice of Alice. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, here, you're healed. And then he's oh. tattooed the shit out of her with night yeah. tattoos. Because in his land, bargains are marked with actual marks whatever that's probably a lie but she's a lot sexier now you guys because she's got night tattoos and now she's got a connection to that night king and it's (gasps) sexy as hell and then so so he comes back a few nights later and he's like no wait he sends ladies to beautify her and they paint her all over her body and then they put like a like a see-through sort of dress on her but it's sexier than it sounds you guys okay no it's not only a see-through dress it's just swaths of fabric like tied with ropes fair so it is like mostly just skin every place fair She's just the Night King's goddamn tattooed concubine. And I am so here for it. I'm here for it, too. Why can't she? Okay, we'll get there. Why can't I be tattooed and be the Night King's (laughs) concubine? (laughs) I'll wear whatever kind of Grecian shit you want me to. Okay, so he leads her up to a party. Um, because he basically wants to show Tamlin, hey, check it out. I tattooed her with my night tattoos. Like, she made a bargain with me and you don't know what it is. Well... And also, you guys, he tattooed her with some things that are easily smudged because uh-huh. he doesn't like anybody else touching what's his. Yeah. And so he wants to know if anybody's had their filthy paws on her. Right. So he makes her drink some wine. Yeah, he does. And then she completely, she just blacks out Blacks out, wakes up in the morning. Turns out she was a bit of a hoe bag because of the wine. We all liked it. She danced real sexy for the Night King and sat yeah. on his lap all night. I wish that she could have been conscious or at least remembered part of this you instead know, of like a total blackout. Nice. Yeah, I yeah. would have liked some of that, but yeah. it's okay. We'll read book two. But I will say that this didn't weird me out because the other way we know that he did not do anything untoward is because of the smudged paint. Sure. So she can see still on her body that the only place the paint is smudged is on her waist and mm-hmm. on her arms. He did not touch her any other place, even while she was blackout and dancing sexy and not he's able just, to consent. He's trying, he's trying to do he's the right just, thing. He's just so good and so bad. Yeah. Remember yeah. when he cut off somebody's head and put it on a statue? I do remember that. That was part of the book, too. He tortured a man yeah. to death and cut off his head. But I just feel like he's got reasons. <laughs> He's got so many reasons. He's got to keep his cover. Uh huh. This motherfucker knows how to play the long game. Yes. In a way that Tamlin and Lucian are just terrible at it. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so 
All right. Uh, so it's task like Lucian number two. Comes down. Yeah, Lucian comes down and he's like, you made a terrible mistake. And she's like, I would have super died, Lucian. Yeah. And also, like, you've given me zero reasons to trust you. Yeah. Okay, so then the second task comes along. It's sort of like a Star Wars garbage compactor scene. There are two rooms. Lucian is chained up on one side and there's like a wall. Mm-hmm. And then she is on the other side. And she has to, poor baby, mm-hmm. poor illiterate lady, mm-hmm. she has to read Solve a, a written riddle. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's a written riddle. That's the other part, is that she has to read said riddle, mm-hmm. figure out what it means, and then choose from one of three options. So she's, like, they're about to die. There is a heated, spiked mm-hmm. uh, ceiling that is coming down yes. on them. And it is hot. She's got to pull one of three levers and she doesn't yeah. know what to pull. And Lucian's, he knows she can't read and she, he's just like, fucking pick one because we're going to yeah. die if you just stand there in fear. And so she yeah. reaches for number two with the stupidest logic ever. She's like, two, because me and Tamlin are two, are two people. Stupid. Anyway, she reaches <laughs> for it and her hand gets paralyzed in pain. Yeah. And then she reaches because, for it again. And it's, Same and it's thing. her tattooed hand. It's the guys. tattoos. It's the, the sexy night, night court tattoo. And he's hand. helping her. And so then yeah, she picks is. the right ones because Night King helps her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she wins that one. And mm-hmm. it's a good time. Meanwhile, when Lucian comes down, you're right. He comes down after the second challenge and he's like, hey, sorry I didn't make it. Oh, oh, no, it makes no sense because he's like, why didn't you wait for me? And she was mm-hmm. like, I was dying. And he's like, well, I couldn't actually walk until yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, but he never tells her that he, he's still like, you made a stupid bargain. Like, yeah. is death better than one week a month with the sexiest Night King man I've ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't understand you, Lucian. You continue to make no sense. I love right. you still. Okay. When does she have to do the thing with the Night King's fireplace? I think that was actually fireplace? before. Yeah. When they're oh, like, oh, yeah. you've got to go get all these lentils out of this fireplace or yeah. the Night King's going to come fillet you. They're torturing her mid in between the challenges by doing like housework. Yeah. And one of them is that they, they get sent to a bed chamber, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has to pick some lentils out of a fireplace. And then he comes back in and he's like, I mean, I don't mind you being on your knees in my room, but it's sexy, what's happening? You guys. <laughs> It's, it's good. So sexy. It doesn't sound sexy because it's picking lentils out of a fireplace, but it's sexy. No. And then he she changes into a, like a winged talony thing to show her that he can be a wing talon yeah. thing. That's oh, nice. Oh, he has wings, you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh, he is a winged sex machine who can walk <sighs> through walls. You guys, this whole second half of the book is very like, why did we screw with Talon for Tamlin for so long? Like, what yeah. is? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. really confusing. So, so <laughs> I, I primed myself to be ready for one hero, and I I was into it, I and then I was just like somebody else. But there's a bigger, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <sighs> okay, so then third challenge rolls around. And you know what it is? Basically, Tamlin yeah. is Bill. <gasps> You're right, and oh Reese is Eric. Eric. Oh, and I'm so sure right. book three will give us an L seed. Anyway. <gasps> Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that to be true, but I assume I so. would like that, though. OK. OK. Anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, okay, everyone. Challenge number trace. So she shows up at this place 
And they're like, don't worry. It's the, this is the easiest challenge yet. All you have to do is murder these three hooded fairies. That, and they're completely innocent. You've just got to murder them up. And so the first one, she unhoods him and he's begging for his life and it's awful. Mm -hmm. And he's young and she knows that like he's also a high fae. So he would live for like a thousand years or more. He's Mm -hmm. immortal unless this thing happens to him. And she's just like, oh, fuck, like I have to do this. And it's Mm -hmm. not just for me. It's not just for Talon. It's for the fate of Prithian. Right. Forever. I love that his name has become Talon for both of us. (laughs) Did I say Talon? (laughs) I said Talon, too. Tipsies, Tamlin. We know a Talon, you guys. Anyway, yeah. Um. So she, so he, she shoves the ash dagger right into his heart, and then the oh. next girl, it's a girl. She's young, and she's just like doing a high fey prayer and being like, "Make it quick. I know this has to happen mm-hmm. for the fate of Prithian. I know this has to happen." Yeah, good which on is you. Almost worse. Yeah, but but it is Feyre's kind of like, worse. It's but almost also worse. Like, yeah, but also good on you. But yeah, Don't beg for your life. You know, she knew what was up. I liked yeah. that about her. Anyway, I liked her right. too. So she kills her dead as well. Mm-hmm. And then she oh, looks no. up at Amarantha with Tamlin sitting at her side. Mm-hmm. And then they unhood the third figure. <gasps> the Tamlin <laughs> next to Amarantha was an apparition. It was a it fake Tamlin. Real. Tamlin is Tamlin. really the third thing. And she's like, right well, there. gosh, if I was supposed to like murder these fairies mm-hmm. to prove that I love Tamlin and one of them's Tamlin. <laughs> what are they supposed to do? I, I don't. Oh no! I don't understand your logic. <laughs> yeah, and I was with her on that one. Yeah. I was like, I don't get. You said we would all be free. Why and we would <laughs> we would be together? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't said. get it. You said, and then she starts going through the rolodex of her mind oh of God. all the conversations she's heard, and, and she I didn't realizes, remember any of this when she she's like, I. I overheard this, and no. I was like, No, you did. I don't remember that. No. Anyway, basically, she remembers that everybody's been saying that Tamlin has a heart of stone. Stupid. And she knows that that this they stupid, that Amarantha. <laughs> stupid. <that> Amarantha. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's dumb. <laughs> that Amarantha has taken the high phase power somehow. Mm-hmm. And she thinks that she might have done that by like bewitching their heart parts and replacing it with stone. Mm-hmm. And. And somebody else had mentioned that Amarantha would never do anything to compromise maybe having Tamlin someday. And so she's like, all I have to do is put is stab him. It won't mm-hmm. kill him because Amarantha would never want to kill him. So I'll stab him and I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. And I can't wait. And so she stabs him. And then Amarantha's like, joke's on you, bitch. I said that if you if you did the riddle... Mm-hmm. The spell would be broken instantaneously, and you assumed that if you did all the challenges, it it's would be so broken instantaneously. I can just break this thing whenever I want to. I am under no time constraint. Yeah, basically, and I told so, you I'd break it, but I didn't tell you when. And when? I'm gonna wait yeah. until you die, or yeah. whatever. Also, yeah. listen, <laughs> Amaranthia, Amarantha. Yeah, <laughs> so close. You're close. It, you could have Alberta. Like, does she know that. that she could have just murdered her straight up at the beginning? Does she know yeah. that it's her plaything? She could have just like not had this challenge at all. Like I, I don't know. Anyway, okay, sorry. <clears throat> so so things are happening. It's crazy. <laughs> Amarantha is like 
this is and all the all the fae around them are like how dare you yeah. that's not fair like, we this heard is the bargain bullshit. too yeah we, yeah we we know bargains we're fairies that's right we're here too yeah so basically she's like well fuck now i gotta try to solve this riddle like mm-hmm. i may as well oh and God. so she starts thinking she and thinking literally and thinking. hasn't tried until this moment she's had no. a month of solitary confinement between each one of these oh, yeah. challenges yeah. And she hasn't, like, cooked her noodle at all on the easiest <laughs> riddle ever. So, basically, she's like, the answer is love. And then Amarantha's like, how oh, dare God. you? Oh, so oh, my God, you guys. you guys. Oh, no, we forgot. What? We forgot that what? right before all of this, she has a really pivotal conversation with Recent. Oh, yeah, where he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm sick of being amarantha's whore i'm sick of being talked about as amarantha's whore like i don't think you understand what it's like to go to bed with a person you absolutely fucking hate mm-hmm. and and then he wants like, her to win telling me all of this yeah. yeah and he's like maybe because i'm lonely and because i need you basically oh. Ugh, it's so hot mm-hmm. and then He's like, I've been parading you around every night because I want Tamlin to be so angry by the time the curse is broken that he just goes ham on her. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways to do that is to needle him over you. Um, because Tamlin's a dummy. D- Tamlin's so dumb. This that Reese has so, to yeah. basically manipulate him. Into- oh, and oh my God, guys, we suck. On one of the nights that he takes her to court... Tamlin like takes her off into a dark hallway somewhere and they start super hot and heavy Mm. making out and he Mm -hmm. smudges her paint all over the place Mm -hmm. and so recent is then for he he catches them and he's like you need to get the fuck out of here amarantha is gonna freak the fuck out Mm -hmm. like you're not allowed to do this like don't you have paint all over now yeah i think yeah he probably had paint all over him yeah but he washed real quick or something i don't know they don't include that they don't include it i know so then as a result um amaranth is about to walk in the door reason knows this and so he makes out with her face to try to oh, you guys explain the smudged paint away mm-hmm. it's a whole thing so amarantha after all this happens and before she solves the riddle mm-hmm. amarantha's like if you say that you don't love tamlin i'll break this curse right now and i'm like these are the easiest words you've ever said in your life yeah just say i don't love tamlin yeah it doesn't have to be true yeah what the fuck what 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 it's not like a magic spell or something no right anyway she refuses to say it even though it'll save everyone (laughs) and then she's like the answer is love meanwhile recent has come out of the woodwork Mm -hmm. he has attempted to stab her he has put his whole body on the line Mm -hmm. for Oh, he's, he's just so trying to do the right thing. <laughs> he really is. He just wants to go fly in the sunshine at yeah. some point, even though he's the Night King. Yeah. So once the spell is broken, then Tamlin goes after her. She dies. It's yeah. a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone rejoices. And Feyre dies. Yeah. I almost called her Freya. Wait, you missed the part where Amamantha breaks yeah. all the bones in Feyre's body and she dies. Oh. Yeah, that sounds about right. That happened before Tamlin killed her. Oh, sure, sure, but sure. But she still continues to narrate this as her soul floating around the room. Yes, Feyre exactly. is super dead when super Tamlin dead. kills Amanthea. Is this That's our worst episode so far? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was a long book. You guys, it's so... And... <laughs> I'm sorry. 
it was a long book that I really enjoyed. I really but there liked was it. No it was just way. hard to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So I think she, everyone should read this book because I really, yeah, really liked it's it. It's great. She, but she's she's dead as hell, and her bones are going Super every dead. which way. And Tamlin's murdered up Am Amely Amarantha, and she's and dead too. So he's so he's all the like fairies are holding pissed. her. Yeah, yeah, and he's like crying and stuff. And then all of a sudden, they do spoiler alert. They well, can no, we're they there can now. Change humans. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't know this the whole time. Sure, like, but this this could have been a cool thing that happened way earlier. Fair. So. So, well, though, I guess not, because all of the kings, all of the lords yep. have to agree. Mm-hmm. So they come and they take a tear or maybe some spit. I honestly can't remember. <laughs> some kind of bodily fluid. <laughs> That's the one. Uh-huh. And they give it onto her person. And the next guy comes up. The guy at the summer court comes up. And I like to think they're just licking her face. <laughs> I like to think that, too. <laughs> just all like that. And so they all come together and they, they give a shining bodily fluid onto her person and then she becomes a high fae Mm -hmm. she wakes up just indestructible she's probably got some powers that i'm excited to read about in book two Mm -hmm. she's all the things and then we get another perfectly reasonable euphemistic sex scene Mm -hmm. with she and tamlin and then we get a really, really bittersweet goodbye scene with the sexiest motherfucker that's ever happened mm-hmm. recent. Oh, and guys. Uh, this wasn't and so an HEA to... for me, except that I know that she's going to get a week every month. Uh, I mean, but what a conflicted week, you know, because she seems like a pretty monogamous person. And Tamlin seems like a very monogamous person. He seems like I yeah. hope he's not. I hope they can share. That's no. what I want. No. I want a beautiful life where no. three weeks out of the month she's in spring nope. and having some no. perfectly Melody. reasonable Tamlin is the bill in this scenario. With he's going to fuck it up by not being no. able to live with this. And he's going to, because Reason is smart and he's going to be like, I don't oh. care that you've fucked Tamlin all month. Yeah. Come to my silky black sheet bed, which oh. I assume. And then... Oh. Um, <laughs> Oh, the silky black sheets. And then, um, oh, no. and then she's going to go back to Tamlin, and Tamlin's going to be like, fuck you. That's what's going to happen. Oh, That's God, what I think. Uh, I don't know. I'm just into it. Maybe so, Tamlin gets dead. Maybe he dies. No, I doubt it. Yeah. I think that this is a, I think this is like a Team Edward, Team Jacob situation. Well, I'm Team, I'm team Night Court. Yeah, I don't know which one that Night is Court. in terms of I Team Edward, Team Jacob. I think it's got to be Jacob. You think that Night Court is Jacob? You think Tamlin is the forever so hero? No. Do you think that Reese is going to end up like be betraying her or something? <gasps> oh, I and then not. she, I think that could be it too. Is oh. like Tamlin is the the like hero OG of the series, and she's going to keep oh. going. You know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know, guys. We don't know. We haven't read. We, we haven't, haven't read, it. read them. We're going to. Yeah. Anyway, they go back to the Spring Court. Um, I'm pretty sure they're like on the path to in in like a marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure. And oh, and and Tamlin's like, we're gonna figure out a way to get you out of this night court bargain. And I'm like, Bullshit, nobody wants Tamlin. that. No one wants that. Nobody wants to that. include get your new here. wife. Yeah, she's no into one. it. So <laughs> fucking deal. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, all right. Well, we're sorry. I super like that. I'm sorry it was a bit if jumbled. If this was your first episode, just give us a shot. Yeah, it's, it's not always like this. <laughs> it's not like this. Oh, man. Do you have a lady love? I do. Yeah, what's your lady love? It's the podcast I sent you this week. So if you oh, listen yes. to um, My Dad Wrote a Porno, or even if you don't listen to the podcast My Dad Wrote a Porno, they did a footnotes episode, which is where they have on like a celebrity get. Usually they're reading the pornography that one of their dads writes. Um, but this, but sometimes they have on celebrity guests that listen to their podcast. And this week was Emma Thompson, and she was a delight. If she you has never been to queen, more my queen, Dame Emma Thompson, talk about sexual health, which you do, you just do. She was Aaron did. Aaron yeah, wanted to listen to it. it. Oh, she's just she is a treasure, and oh. it was delightful. It delighted me. I listened to it twice, and her daughter too is on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, it was just lovely. She uses the word cunt several times, and her husband yeah. is in the background. He walks in while she's talking about sex stuff, and she says cunt, and you can hear him in the background being like, what are you talking about, cunts and blowjobs? <laughs> and then he fucks off somewhere else. It's outstanding. As he makes all of them lunch. Mm-hmm. And she uh. talks about how she wants to play this one character that's in the dad's porno uh, named The Duchess who is a lot of like BDSM stuff. And she's like, I have the props. So I'm the best person for the role. So I'm, and then she's like calling over to her husband. And she's like, do we have any whips? We have whips. And he's like, we have a whip. It's small. And she's like, yeah, I have the props. <laughs> Outstanding. It's so wonderful. Um, You know what? My lady love is so lame. Let's hear it. Yeah. I do this thing where I make these really ambitious lists and then I just let them mock me for mm-hmm. a while. I do the same thing with messages. I'll read a message sometimes and then I'll I'll be like, fuck, I have to get back to that person. And then I have to do something else. And then I think about it every once in a while for a long time before I finally like get back to the message. And I cause my own anxiety. So my lady love this week is just like tackle whatever you haven't been tackling. Mm-hmm. Just you got to do it. You got to do, do it. it. You got to get it done. You got to do it. This week, I because I'm doing a lot of like prep the house so that I don't have to do anything when this goddamn wombat finally makes its breach. And so I called the bathroom and I reorganized it. I've got to reorganize the hall closet. Like I've just been motoring through some household stuff that I hate, but has to be done. Mm-hmm. And I just every time I pull the post-it note off of my to-do post-it board is just the best feeling in the whole wide world it is nice so whether it's work or house stuff or messages or you know friendship tasks whatever it is just get it off your list do it and you'll feel so much better that is my lady love it's a good lady love i like that one yeah all right. I feel like our lady loves are reversed this week. Yeah, I feel a like little that's bit. That's a lady love that you would say, and uh-huh. I would say the that I sent it one. to you before I was even done listening. Uh, it was amazing. It was so good. All right. Um. Okay. You can find us on all the places on Facebook. We have a page which is Heaving Bosoms Podcast and a group which is the Heaving Bosoms Podcast Geriatric Friendship Cult. Please 
ask us to join and we'll see if you're worthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all worthy. You're Unless all worthy. you're like very clearly a bot, you're worthy. Yeah, exactly. Um, at Heaving Bosoms on Instagram, at Heaving underscore Bosoms on Twitter, Heaving Bosoms podcast at gmail.com. And if you would like extra special bonus content, like you get to hear a couple tinglers uh, yeah, more do. than you heard last week, uh, send us some money at Patreon. Heaving Bosoms podcast, and you'll um, get to hear that bonus content. Is that it? That is it. All right. All right. Keep being a badass (sighs) and love yourself as much as you love calamari parties. Silky black sheets. Calamari. (laughs) Calamari parties. Um, Calamari parties where you meet a sexy... Dancing topless at a calamari party. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! That's it! That's it! I don't want to redo it. I just want to leave it there. (laughs) Let's just leave it there. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Uncut. Peek behind the All curtains. Right. If you slog through this whole thing, you get you guys, to this is how behind the it. scenes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.